Before we even get into All Good Just a Week Ago, we want to tell you where it comes from. It's not just a song that you heard by Childish Gambino or Kanye West. No, not at all. And I mean, in all actuality, for us, we are literally talking about how swiftly things can change in the dating game of how things can go from being all good to being no good in a matter of minutes. Yes. And so last year we wrote this amazing book called All Good Just a Week Ago, a book of funny dating stories to help you keep your head in the game because we all have to keep our heads in the game. Right. And so, Naisha, you want to give a little description of this book? Kind of read. Yes. So basically it's just for us. We just wanted to touch on the topic of dating, especially in this new you know, era that we have gone into where there's tons of apps, a lot of accessibilities to different portals as to how you can find a mate and really touch on what those experiences are like for not just us as women, but also for men as well, because there's no one-sided opinion to how to date and dating properly and with etiquette and all of these things. So me and E thought that it would be an amazing idea to put some stories together for you all to read so that you all can have an understanding of what it's been like for other people and see where you all can relate. Absolutely. And so the most important thing about this book is we wanted men and women to come together and have conversations that we don't have. And so initially this book was going to be a book full of funny stories, not just told by um, men and women. It was just going to be women. And then we said, wait, we have guy friends who have so many crazy stories. And so this is just such a fun book. It's a fun message. And we want to motivate you today to keep your head in the game, wherever you're at, whether you're in a relationship, whether you are wanting to be in a relationship, we just want to help you keep your head in the game. And so we're going to start with sharing, you know, just some of our funny dating stories. What do you think about that, Naisha? I think that's amazing. I think that's definitely on topic. And so whether it's in the book or not in the book, because it's the podcast, so we can share more of, you know, our, yeah, we can share. I think we should share a little bit behind the scenes outside of the book. And so what's a funny dating story that you didn't share in the book? Do you have one? Definitely, definitely. So prior to me meeting my husband on a dating app, I went out on a date with this man that looked like Santa Claus, literally. Like he was I remember Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus was interesting. He was about uh, approximately four seventy five, maybe five hundred. Um, just a just a really round man, you know, uh, a white frosty beard, gray hair. He had like a little, um, kind of looked like the penguin a little bit, you know, <laughs> that's something that I would correlate him to resembling. Um, but anyway, I went out on a date with him. He did not catfish me. I saw this man's face prior to accepting, you know, the invitation to go out. 
to dinner with him. You know, I'm like, hey, he's of a nice size. Clearly, he loves to eat, so this is probably going to be a good date. Um, and it was. It was really, it was a funny day. It was a good time. Um, I went into it with no expectations of anything romantic happening. It was just strictly for me to get a little comfortable in the dating world, you know, so that when I did go out on a date with the guy that I really desired, who is my husband, um, it's going to be pretty chill because I would have like worked all of the nerves that I would have had on a date with Santa Claus. So that was pretty funny. And we didn't have that in the book. That was absolutely a funny story. Um, I'm trying to think what funny story did I have? I've had so many. And so um, I do share a lot in the book. But the thing about the book is you only know of the first two stories being ours. So it's very unique. Like everybody who shares these stories, it's all incognito. Like nobody knows their names. Names have been changed. I think one story we abs- we accidentally for, like kept a name, but it was actually a really sweet and nice story. Um, besides the fact that he was a drug dealer. <laughs> Oops. Okay. Uh, but no, everybody, you know, everybody's name is protected. And so that's just a small disclaimer. I would say one of my stories that was not in the book was how I discovered that I had a 20 year dating radius. And so, you know, me, someone who has yet to be married and I am dating, you know, a lot of people like to have, you know, their age range, like they won't go above or below or a lot. Some Mm -hmm. people want their age, whatever. But in my thirties, I discovered that I could date 10 years older or 10 years younger if I want to. It's like, literally I could date a son and a father. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Right. (laughs) And so I had went on a date with a guy who was about 10 years younger than me. And that kind of was a disaster. And then after that, I went on a date with somebody 10 years older. And so these dates happened within the same time, within 24 hours. So like the date didn't go well with the 20 something year old. And so I'm like, let me call this 40 something year old guy. And so he like, man, he like, what made you hit me up? Da da da. And I was like, man, you know, I just want to see what you, you know, were up to. But he clearly could tell I was still flustered from my date before. And so I ended up telling him what happened. <laughs> and he like, man, E, if that was me, let me tell you what I would have done. Because you are a queen. And, you know, he just wanted to like <laughs> big me up, which I thought was really sweet. But it was in that moment, like, dang, I have a nice... 20 year radius, you know, I have options when it comes to dating and to really be open about some of those options as it relates to age. Now, do you think, this is just a question I personally have for you, do you think that dating 10 years younger is more of an advantage for you or disadvantage when you consider the fact that guys' brains don't fully develop until they get to be... 25. 25. Mm-hmm. And then even then, it's like we know some old people that, you know, are still not mentally mature, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, what do you, what do you feel is, like, some key characteristics that you will be looking for in a younger man mm-hmm. um, while dating? Mm-hmm. And I think, two things, like, dating and being in a relationship. 
are two different things. You know what I mean? And so in dating, it's like, okay, this is a young guy. He's fun. We kick it. Like, young guys love to FaceTime you out of nowhere. You know, like, they're the ones that are going to FaceTime you, text you. Um, And I think when it comes to, like, wanting to be in a relationship, you do have to look at some of those deeper qualities. But do not think that because they're a certain age, you would have or would not have those qualities. So you could literally want certain qualities that you would think somebody your age or 10 years older would have, and they could be more immature than a younger person. What I have found with younger guys is they will go out of their way more to let you know that they're mature and they they might step their game up just a little bit more because they don't want you to feel like they're a little boy. You know, the last thing they want you to say to them or the last thing they want to hear is, you remind me of my little cousin. That's the last thing. So they're going to step up and show you that you're a grown man. And also what I found with younger guys is they're not really feeling women their age because a lot of young women, you would think, you know, I don't know because of where we're at today, but a lot of things have changed where sometimes the women are more immature than the men, which is the reason we added, you know, guys stories because you would think that it would be the other way around, but it's not necessarily that. And so you get a young guy on his stuff. Okay. I'm not saying early twenties cause I'm late thirties going into my forties. So somebody who's in their late twenties about to be 30. Some of those guys are really on their stuff and they want to be in serious relationships. Yes. I definitely don't think it's good to like cancel somebody out based upon their numeric age, if their spirit and their mindset and their productivity. So we are not talking about ambitions because ambitions, we can keep that. I mean, I am very much, you know, a person who is about less talking, more doing. So you will want somebody who's on that same way. If that's, you know, I mean, if that's something that you're looking for in a, in a, in a mate, but definitely, you know, not to like just throw them all the way off, you know, the possibility of being dateable just because they have a, you know, a younger numeric, you know, because it is a lot of, you know, it's, it's a lot of guys out here, like you said, that are wanting to be a serious committed relationships, but the women that they choose to indulge in are not those types of women who are open to being in something that has substance. You know, they, you know, they could be dealing with daddy girl issues, which is a real thing. Um, something that we're definitely going to touch on on our podcast. But like, oftentimes, like women, you know, we will play ourselves as a gender. We will play ourselves in, in various scenarios with guys, you know, really good guys. And that is, Oftentimes because, you know, we have not healed from past traumas or past letdowns and disappointments, you know, so you just kind of just journey through your life, you know, hurting people, you know, not being honest, you know, and all of these things. But we're not even going to get that heavy on this first episode. We are not going to do We are not at all. But before, but before we even um, go into the next topic. I think it's important to think about age two, just like we said, you know, 10 years younger, you know, 10 years older can be good too, because older men have a lot of qualities. Like, you know, you go out with an old man, you are going to be taken care of. He's going to take care of you. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I would definitely say there's a difference in that. And so that's why I do enjoy older as well. Ideally, it would be my age because we're growing together on the same level. So five year difference at the most, but don't disqualify the older men. And so that's my two cents on that. And so going into our next topic, we want to talk about the importance of keeping your head in the game. And so I talk about this in the beginning of August, just a week ago, how Naisha has always kept her head in the game. And that is just something that I love about her. And so Naisha, do you have a tip or two on how we can keep our head in the dating game? Because I'm still single too. Not for long. (laughs) Um, So I think, at least for me, keeping my head in the game, um, it consisted of dating myself. I was very adamant about doing that. Like, um, living in New York City, you know, during the time that I was, you know, super single, um, you know, working at a job that, you know, it led me to being in a in an environment where it was just like a ton of people, you know, different walks of life, um, different types of engagements that I was having with um, the customers that I was, you know, uh, interacting with at the, the job that I had. So. I was always being like invited to different things, different places, you know, going to like museums, um, you know, going to just different spaces that would allow me to just have some fun without being, you know, like under the stress or the microscope of like, okay, I'm, I'm wanting to be found by my husband. And, you know, like, where is he? You know, it's like, I've been dating for so long. You know, what's, you know, what's happening there? Like I I, I tended to not belabor that idea, more so just the fact that, hey, I'm single, I'm living in the city of my dreams. New York City has always been a dream for me to live. So I'm living in New York City. I have my Crown Heights bedside, Brooklyn apartment, you know, with hardwood floors, super cute space. I am totally doing it. It was just such a blessing. And I was just finding myself rather than, you know, being defeated because I had not, you know, met my person yet, just to have fun, you know, and to surround myself with people who were encouraging of good times and not like Debbie Downers. I would say like one of the most important things that you can do while, you know, dating and you're you're in your single journey is to surround yourself with people who are positive. Do not hang around people that are Debbie Downers. And it is totally okay to put boundaries on people that are in your life that are like joy suckers, okay? Mm -hmm. Like they want to suck the joy out of life because they may not have what they want. Um, They're tired of waiting for what they want to manifest. Like all of these different things. But those are the people, like it's okay to have like a bad day, but to not be stuck in that space. So that is like one of the things that I think is like, the most important factor of how I kept my head in the game, I just stayed around some cool people doing some cool stuff and did not get on the, you know, sad bus. Yes, I love it. I love it. Thank you for sharing. I'm so excited for this podcast, aren't you? I'm so excited. So excited. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode. And we have seven more on the way for you. So tune in to All Good Just a Week Ago. See ya. 
the week ago.